Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. Everybody and welcome uh, to episode number 128 of Linux in the Hamshack, and we are recording at a special time, so no one is no one is listening live right now uh, because we have a special interview with a, a ham radio operator and a an open source developer who happens to live in the Czech Republic and who has ordained to get up early so we can talk to him and i of course have to be on late because it's about 10 past 10 here central time in the united states and it's 10 past 5 a.m near prague in the czech republic where peter logic uh okay to cqr is on the line with us so uh, good morning peter how are you uh, good evening Russ. Uh, i'm fine and uh, your pronunciation was, was very close very nice <laughs> Okay, well, I, you know, I've only said it twice, so I'm glad it was close. That's, that's <laughs> I'm happy with that. And also on the call tonight, we have uh, Cheryl. So, hello. Hello. Uh, we do not have a Pete tonight because Pete is in the Eastern time zone over in Montreal, Canada, and it's a little too late for him to be up. He has a curfew uh, because he also has to be up at 5 a.m. It's just that his 5 a.m. is a little different than Peter's 5 a.m. I'm going to try and go back to the, uh, the list of questions that I had. I don't know if you got a chance to, to look at those questions, uh, that I sent you, uh, in preparation. You, you were worried a little bit about your ability to, you know, speak English well, but from all I've heard up till now, it sounds great. And I don't think any of our listeners will have a problem understanding you. No need to fear there, but I suppose we should start by letting people know who you are. Um, we've mentioned you many times on our show over the past few years that we've done it because you do develop open source software for ham radio. In particular, two very popular software packages, one being CQR log, uh, which is one of the most popular native Linux applications for ham radio logging. And a newer project that you've started is AmQTH. Uh, which is an alternative call sign database lookup program to things like QRZ. So let's start with the basics. When did you get into uh, ham radio as a technology and why did you get into it? Uh, what attracted you to it? And um, if you would, maybe tell us a little bit about what operating ham radio is like in Eastern Europe, because I've Never been there, and I have no idea how it might be different from somewhere else. And I'm, I'm not sure if you've been here or not, so I'm not sure you can contrast. But, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into it, and and a little bit about operating in, in Europe. I'm a 32 years old guy, have uh, three children, and uh, I started uh, in Hammer Radio when I was 11, and I got SWL number. My father was uh, SWL at the time. And uh, I started to listen on uh, FM, two meters band, 
when I was 11 and then later I moved to uh, HF bands and started to listen also uh, foreign countries, uh, SSB only. Uh, I've been licensed since uh, 1998 when I was 16. I love CW. <laughs> I made uh, only about uh, 2000 QSO in SSB since uh, 1998 and uh, over 18,000 uh, QSO on CW. I'm interested in ham radio thanks uh, to my father, uh, who is now Oscar uh, Kilo 7 Whiskey Alpha. He's licensed since uh, two, uh, 2005. So you got your license, you said, in 1998? Yes. 1998 was actually after the advent of Linux, and since we're a show that talks about Linux and ham radio and their natural integration. Were you aware of Linux and open source before ham, or ham radio or afterwards or sort of at the same time? No, I didn't know about Linux. Uh, I started uh, using Linux uh, at the high school. It was in 2000. No, uh, nine. Yeah, it's 1999. It was, but uh, I have a small distribution. It was about five uh, floppy disks. I'm sure. I but I didn't use it uh, every day. It was only for testing. I started to use uh, Linux uh, for every day in uh, 2000, 2007 with uh, Ubuntu uh, 7.04. Yes, it was first my first Linux distribution, uh, which works out of the box, and I didn't uh, change anything, and it worked on my laptop. That's great. Well, most people who try Linux for the first time don't have that kind of success right away. It's it's kind of nice. It probably helped you move into it faster, having that kind of success right up front. In what circumstance were you using Linux to begin with? You said it was in school, so was it for coursework, or was it just something they introduced in, like, a computer science class? Yes, it was in computer science class, yes. So when did you discover that you could use Linux for ham radio? Did someone introduce you to, you know, Linux applications for it, or did you come to that on your own? In uh, 2007, I tried uh, the Ubuntu and it worked, but uh, there wasn't any uh, logging uh, program for me. There was uh, Xlog, but uh, it uh, didn't have uh, features I need. So I decided to uh, to leave uh, CQR. Uh, maybe I should start with CQR. Log was developed for uh, since uh, 2001, maybe, but uh, it was only for Windows and only in the Czech language. So in 2007, uh, I closed developing a Windows version and started uh, uh, from scratch a Linux version. So were you a programmer before that? before you started doing the ham radio type stuff? Yes, I was. What, what kind of things did you do before you started doing things like CQR log? Mm, only small utilities uh, for uh, printing QSR labels, uh, and uh, CQR log was the biggest project. Did you program stuff for things other than ham radio? Only at work. Okay, so your job involves, are you a programmer by trade? Yes, I am. 
I'm working on financial software and accounting software. Okay, so you have a sort of natural affinity towards programming, which you know obviously helped you down the open source road. So, is do you have any particular reason that you developed open source software as opposed to something using .NET or you know some other proprietary system, or was it just easier? It was easier, much easier. It's, I can use uh, everything uh, what I found under GPL, and um, uh, I can publish my source code. And uh, without uh, this, uh, anyone couldn't create uh, packages or compile its own version. Or it's much easier. Do you have any any particular love for the open source methodology, or is it just about the ease of doing the the building and compiling and distribution, or or do you actually like enjoy the philosophy behind open source as well? Mm, I like uh, open source open source philosophy because I can study other source codes and learn from it. It's it's very good. It's very good. You decided that you didn't have a logging program that was adequate for your needs, so you wrote your own, which eventually became an open-source project called CQR Log, which we've talked about several times. Uh, you're actually up to, I think, revision 1.7.4, I think was the last one that came out? Yes. It's been in development for quite some time. I know you're the principal developer, but are you the only developer at this point? Uh, I'm the... Yes, I'm the only developer. I have, uh, uh, or I had uh, a few, a few help from, uh, uh, S, uh, I don't know what is the call sign, <laughs> from Poland, uh, who developed the support for the rotators uh, and uh, fixed a, a few bugs. But uh, for now, I'm only developer. Martin uh, OK1RR is uh, working on uh, DXCC tables or membership tables and help, uh, helps me with things uh, around like uh, website and uh, sometimes support and uh, so on. CQR log integrates with HamLive, is that correct? Yes, it's correct. Tell me about that. I haven't actually talked to anyone who's actually used HamLive as a library in the code that they're writing, since you since you obviously know it pretty well, I mean, what what do you think of the HamLive code? I mean, how how easy is it to integrate into software for Ham Radio? Actually, uh, I don't use uh, it as a library. <laughs> I uh, use a utility rig uh, CTRLD, or I'm not sure if the name is correct. Uh, I used to use the lib library as a library in CQR log, but uh, there were many problems. But I think uh, the problems are uh, caused by I don't uh, use C or C++ for CQR log developing. I use uh, object Pascal, free Pascal. And uh, that could be the problem why it didn't work for me. Uh, so uh, Rick uh, CT uh, LD or what the name is, it's much better because uh, it, it's around background and I uh, can uh, talk uh, with it uh, uh, thanks to UDP protocol or something or TCP IP and uh, I uh, don't uh, to care about uh, changes in uh, MLI or whatever they, they do, it, it works. Uh, also, CQR log uh, doesn't depend on any HamLive version, specific version, or it works. 
I have never heard of anyone who programs in Object Pascal, so you're the first for me. Um, so I assume that is, is Object Pascal itself uh, open source and freely available for people who want to develop using it? Yes, it's it's open source. It's uh, it's it's called Free Pascal, and uh, they have also uh, a graphic user interface uh, programming. It's called uh, Lazarus. It's it's something like uh, if you know uh, C Builder or uh, or something like that or uh, Qt Creator. It looks similar. Okay, so Lazarus is the development environment, or is it actually a library for creating graphical interfaces using Free Pascal? It's an environment, complete environment with a debugger and uh, all stuff around. That's cool. I I don't know if anyone you know of our listeners would be interested in trying that out, but if they are, there's the information. I kind of want to go back to CQR log itself. So, what were the things about Xlog? Um, and the lack of logging software that you put into CQR, like what were the things that were missing that you put in? Hmm, in that time, I think uh, there was nothing. There was there wasn't the DXCC statistic, as I remember correctly, nothing. Uh, and uh, even uh, there uh, were a problem uh, when uh, the log was big. I didn't have my log. I have my head about maybe 6,000 QSO, but uh, I was thinking about the future. What happened when I uh, will have about 50,000? Because it's not uh, so easy to switch between uh, applications. I know that I can't use anything else than CQR Rock. I tried several times, but I can't. CQR Rock is uh, like in my DNA. And uh, I can't imagine to use something else. It's so uh, Xlog uh, was uh, also uh, DXCC. Uh, when you type a call sign or something, uh, for example, kh 6 slash ok to cqr slash portable or uh, W1AA slash slash 6 or something like that, uh, the application should recognize that uh, you are not at home and where are you. This, this is very important for me. Uh, for example, uh, from station from Argentina, it's a uh, L U one A A slash Z means that uh, he's uh, on the southern part of Argentina, I think. And uh, there is uh, there are a lot of uh, exceptions. So this was very important for me. And uh, there uh, there were only one program which can recognize this. It was a uh, IP log for Windows. Speaking of logging specifically, clearly it's a, it's a decent application for regular communications, but how is it for contesting? Are, are you a contester? Do you, does it have capability for contest logging? No, it doesn't have uh, capability to contest logging, and uh, I spend uh, only a few hours a year in contesting uh, at home. Um, I started to visit uh, one uh, special station, uh, which uh, have uh, compatibility to enjoy the contest much better than uh, I at home, um, but they have wind test. So, 
Well, that's fine. You know, it doesn't have to have every feature. And of course, it's uh, obviously a very good general purpose logger. How uh, does it integrate with like QSL services like EQSL, Logbook of the World, things like that? I mean, is it fully integrated with those services? Yes, it's fully integrated. You can download and uh, you can upload uh, QSO to these services uh, directly from the application. And they do, uh, after the download, you see the list of new stations and it works uh, with uh, DXCC statistics of everything. Also, DX cluster spots are uh, colored by if, uh, if the user is using Google Reward or EQSL. It's 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 marked about with color and whatever. It, it works. It's in, integrated. That's excellent. So, what what formats? What logging formats does it support? I mean, I assume uh, ADIF and Cabrillo. Anything else or? Mm, uh, CQR log uh, doesn't support Cabrillo right now. It only works with uh, ADIF. Okay. Does Cabrillo support something you're looking at adding, or do you think it's not necessary? I think it's not necessary, but uh, maybe uh, I'll, uh, I'll add it uh, because uh, users want it. Well, I mean, has anyone requested that it be added? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. Perhaps in the future. One question I I like to ask of software developers when we have them online is if they could tell us one feature of CQR log that you find particularly useful that a general user might not even know is there. Is there like a great hidden feature in CQR log that no one might know about? I don't know. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe something uh, if uh, if you are in a, a call sign uh, input you can enter the frequency directly in a kilohertz. Uh, for example, 14025 uh, and hit enter. And the radio move to the frequency and set the right mode. Maybe, I don't know if it's used uh, by many users or not, but uh, I use it every day when I'm online on the air. I can't imagine working without that. It's, 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 it's very cool for me. It's very hard to uh, to pick one, uh, pick up one uh, one feature because uh, sometimes if a user uh, wants something, I have to look uh, at source code first if it uh, already exists or no because uh, there are so many features I, uh, I I don't remember what all features uh, Securolog has. Some of them I've never used. Uh, users want, uh, wanted it. It's there, but I know I never used it. Speaking of all of these features, since even you aren't aware of all of the features that are in the software, where does someone, where's the best place to find documentation about CQR log? Uh, it's a uh, help. Uh, if when you hit uh, not F1, F1, send CW, it's in the menu. It's um, there is a help and a help index, and you can find documentation there, or, or it's on uh, cqrlog.com. Also, do you provide support at all? I mean, can people email you with questions? Do you have a forum someplace, or uh, is is the help basically everything there is? Uh, yes, uh, people can email me directly, but uh, I get a lot of emails every day. It may t- it may take some time 
to uh, reply for me. Uh, but uh, we have uh, support forum on cqrlog.com, which is quite uh, active. So maybe it's it's better to put the question there, and uh, there is a chance that uh, someone else uh, could explain uh, the question much faster than me. Okay, well, that's great. You have an inline help file in the application itself. You have online forums at cqrlog.com, and uh, you also have a direct line to you if uh, if all else fails. Yes. That's yes, fantastic. That's right. So, um, like I said, we, we've uh, talked on this show about cqrlog quite a bit, and I'm sure uh, everyone is familiar with it at least a little bit. Uh, but one of your new projects, you know, we can talk about, we can move on from CQR log is hamqth.com. Now I'm kind of curious why you decided to write an alternative to something like qrz.com or, or some of the other call sign lookup facilities. I happen to like hamqth.com quite a bit. Um, and I even use it from a developer's perspective. I actually use, um, the API. So I love it, but why did you decide to create it? I decided to create it because uh, when QRZ uh, closed uh, closed uh, all uh, data after uh, login, CQRLog uh, used uh, the website. Um, I downloaded the source of the of the profile of the call sign and uh, used the address. It started with uh, something. Um, I don't know who or Fred or I don't know who develops the website uh, started to add uh, some uh, codes to uh, I I wasn't able to uh, use the data so it started with uh, some strange codes inside the address and uh, yes I could get uh, could not got away it but uh, after he or I don't know who hides uh, the addresses it was the end uh, I didn't like it because uh, yes I understand he uh, he have to add ads around the website um, and I uh, actually after I visit the website in browser I uh, Almost always click on the any of from the ads on the website to help him to get it online. But when he closed everything after the log login, uh, I decided to write my own Calbook server because I didn't agree with this decision. And there was only way write my own Calbook. Since you did decide to write your own, what is hamqth.com written in? Is it also Pascal, or did you actually go with a web technology? Uh, I uh, went to web technology, and it's PHP. Ah, uh, PHP. Good. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My too. <laughs> okay, so it's written in PHP. Now, one thing I'm curious about personally is where you get the data from, and is it United States, like FCC call sign data, or is it worldwide? It's FCC call sign data, which is updated every day. Uh, by um, small small uh, utility I wrote in Pascal. <laughs> Everything uh, what uh, is working uh, on the background is is written in Pascal, and uh, it's um, about maybe one month or or so. I wrote another utility which uh, downloads uh, data from uh, Canadian uh, Calbook and uh, other data from Czech Republic. Our, um, I don't know, national um, radio um, or organization, or I don't know how I could call it, uh, publish uh, also uh, data. I use it. 
and uh, after Hamburg UTH 1.line, uh, I got many curl books from users. It was a lot of files in different formats, or uh, some uh, some of them I couldn't use it. I wasn't able to uh, to uh, select the name, call sign, and other data from the files, but most of them I finally imported to MQTH, and thanks to them, it has so many call sign in the database. I know that um, for those people who, for whatever reason, don't show up in the database, they can, of course, uh, log in and add themselves. So you can have basically call signs from anywhere, not just the ones you're able to download from the various sources. Uh, and, of course, it allows you to basically query all call sign information. But one thing I, I noticed is that I believe you can only query by call sign. QRZ.com allows you to search by name. Is that a feature that exists in HamQTH.com or are you pl- looking at adding it perhaps? Maybe I could add it, but uh, right now it uh, supports only query by call sign. Okay. Um, I, I actually find looking up a name um, in the call sign database, very handy. I do it rather frequently, actually. So, um, if there's a method for submitting a formal feature request, you can let me know what that is because I would love to have that in HamQTH. If I, if I did, I would never have to use QRZ again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I make a note and I write. I'll add it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So we know what inspired you to write HamQTH, and we know sort of what it is. It's uh, basically just a call sign lookup. Uh, you have written a a simple API. Um, it's free for developers who want to use it. You just have to log in and request an API key, um, and then you can use call sign lookups from hamqth.com in your own applications, which I do, and that is a great feature. It's one of the things I love about it most. So I want to thank you personally for putting that in there because it's great. My pleasure. <laughs> if someone wants, uh, you know, help or has a question or like me wants to request a feature for ham, hamqth.com, uh, do you have forms for that as well, uh, on your website or, uh, you know, what's, what's your method for support on hamqth? Mm, there is a contact form. The link is on the bottom of the page on every page. And uh user can contact me also directly by email, no problem. It may take some time to reply f- from me, but I I try to always reply to any email I, I got. Excellent. Well, while I'm thinking of something else to ask, Cheryl's been sitting quietly listening. Um, she's not yet a ham radio operator, but I'm trying to get her into it. Do you have any questions for Peter, or are you just kind of letting this all go in one ear and out the other? <laughs> no, I'm actually listening. I'm, okay. I'm not ignoring everybody. <laughs> oh, that's good. Has anything come up that's you know struck you like there's something you want to ask? Uh, I don't think so. No? Okay. No. Uh, do you find this software interesting? I mean, uh, have you even seen any of this? You should you should go to hamqth.com and look at it. It's, it's interesting. I think I've seen it maybe at Hamvention once. You were showing somebody. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I show it to everybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So so I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Maybe not, but. Yeah. I asked you earlier about like whether or not you were the sole developer on CQR log and you said more or less that you are. You've had some help uh, over time with certain aspects of it. 
are you the sole developer on hamqth.com as well? Yes, I'm only one developer. Do you also host it? Yes, in my own server. Okay. Do you have plans to, I mean, how, how is the capacity for, you know, handling the requests that you get? I mean, do you, are, is your server more than adequate for, you know, what it's used for? Mm, the server now, it's, it's HP, HP something server. It has, uh, 28 gigabytes of RAM and, uh, about, and two, two terabytes in, uh, right 10 disks. So there are no limits. One, uh, one day I had, no, me, the server had, uh, about, uh, 100,000 of query requests to call sign search and, uh, it didn't notice it. it uh, I uh, found it only in uh, my uh, statistics, but server server was fine, so there are no limits, and uh, I don't create any limits to anyone who use website or or uh, XML uh, API or whatever. Is that typical day? A hundred thousand queries a day? No, no, no. Oh, okay. unfortunately, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> the typical day is uh, about maybe. 40 or 50,000 queries or or something like that. Well, that's that's still quite a few queries. It means your software is out there and people know of it. They're obviously using it. Yes, it's it's very nice. I I like it. <laughs> it's very nice, but uh, sometimes I'm quite sad because uh, many people only uh, register to use APIs, I think, but uh, they don't uh, add any photos and that's the main problem of MQTH. We have many registered users, many call signs at the base, but users don't uh, add uh, photos. And uh, I usually hear from someone who started to use MQTH. It's nice, but there are no pictures. That's the main problem. Yeah, well, I mean, there, I've, I've noticed on qrz.com that there aren't all that many pictures there as well. I mean, of course, some people upload pictures. I have not uploaded a picture to either one, I, I don't think. And that's pure laziness on my part. But I don't know that, you know, that's a problem that's specific to HamQTH. I think a lot of the call sign lookup applications don't have associated photos. Yes, it's right, but uh, it would be nice to have also many uh, you, uh, visitors uh, the website because uh, QRZ, I can't compare with QRZ. They have mm, much more users and much more queries, and it's fine. Uh, um, um, QTH uh, is online for three years. It will be three years in the June. And it will take time to get uh, so many users. And uh, right now, the, there are about uh, 40 or 45,000 visitors per month. And uh, it would be nice to have more pictures because my father also uh, used MQTH's first choice sometimes. And uh, the problem is the same. Uh, MQTH, the user is registered, okay, fine, but no pictures. I think that's my problem because people look at MQTH, the station is there, fine. Many info about it and uh, prediction to the the country, uh, recent activity, fine, but no pictures. 
that's the main problem. I think it's it's a basic feature to show the station pictures. I people like it. I I understand. I like it as well. I look at the profile and I see pictures, the station antennas. The pictures are apparently one of your favorite features, and um, you would like people to add them. I know. You, you send out periodic updates about, um, when you, when you update, uh, hamqth.com and I get those. You sent out one, I think about a month ago that requested that people who use hamqth upload photos and we announced that on the show and we have many listeners, but not on the order of the number of people who actually use hamqth. So I, I hope a few of them actually decided to go and upload a picture. You know, we're trying to do what we can to help you out in that department. I'm not sure. How, how to get the word out to the, the broader population to go upload pictures. But if they hear this, go upload a picture. Thank you. <laughs> I know that, uh, your family is apparently waking up and probably demanding your attention. So we'll probably try and wrap this up. But if someone wanted to, was really interested in your projects and wanted to get involved with them, whether like giving you a donation or submitting code or anything like that, uh, are you open to that? Yes, of course. Yes, uh, my email is uh, is ready. And uh, if you have any improvements, any ideas, go ahead and write me an email. And uh, I'm uh, interested in it, really. OK2CQR.com is where you can find information about you and your projects. Uh, are you working on anything else, or does CQR log and HamQTH and your like regular day job does that take up all your time? Uh, I started to work on a CQR test. It's it's my try to create something like uh, N1 uh, MM for Linux, but uh, it's it's a lot of work. It's, it's uh, it goes very slow, and uh, there are some uh, bugs in a uh, free Pascal compiler that uh, are so serious. I have to wait. Uh, also, with a new version of CQR log. I have to wait uh, until uh, the package maintainers for Debian creates uh, packages with new version because uh, there is a bug with uh, transactions and uh, it's, it's it's very it's very bad for CQR log and CQR tests and I tried to use uh, some uh, different library for uh, database but it's it's it, there is no way. It, uh, it will be so, so a lot of work and I have to wait until uh, they release new packages and it's, it's, it's very bad for CQR right now, but uh, I hope uh, the packages will be available very soon and uh, I can start uh, to work on it again. One question uh, I want to ask you about uh, CQR test is since you said you were trying to model it against the N1 MM contest logger, which is for Windows, are you going to set it up ultimately so that it you can do uh, you can have multiple logging stations that are aware of each other? Will it be networked? Uh, yes, it will be in the future, but right now uh, the development is. Uh I'm working on uh, the on the background, like uh, support for uh, several contests rules, and you could define your own rules. And uh, this this background routines I have to work uh, first. It's it's completely modular, and uh, it will work uh, more likely in a 60R uh, way. They call it uh, enter send message, or I don't not I'm not sure if it's the right description of the function which Windows has. 
but uh, this, is, this is the way it will work. It, uh, it will be uh, ready for SOTR, and uh, it's but uh, it's uh, on the beginning. Even I can run it, but uh, it uh, can't save any QSO. Nothing. I'm working on the background because the background is uh, very important. Um, there are many contests with uh, sometimes very, if I say it polite, uh, very interesting rules. So um, the background is is very very interesting. Without without good background, uh, I couldn't develop something uh, which will be useful. That sounds very interesting. I'm looking forward to uh, some more development on CQR test because if there is one thing that ham radio seems to lack right now is a is a decent um full featured contest logger that is uh native to linux um there are a few that will run in a wine environment and yfk test is a pretty good contest logger but it's not graphical um it has limitations on screen dimensions and some features as well so i'm looking forward and every time we go to Hamvention, we always get asked about contest loggers and we, we really don't have an option we can give for like, this is a really good Linux contest logger because mm-hmm. there really just isn't one. There is one. It's TLF. It's called TLF. TLF. Yes, it's TLF. It's, it's uh, actively developed by now and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's console application like uh, YFK test, but uh, it supports many contests. It looks like an N60R for uh, for DOS operating system, and it's 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 nice. It works uh, also with uh, Hemlife and uh, CW Demon or uh, WinP from uh, K1EL, and it's it's nice. But it's uh, it's uh, for it's text mode only. Oh, that's excellent. I I think we may have mentioned TLF once many, many episodes ago, but we never really looked into it, so we will have to do that. I'm interested now, because like I said, uh, up until you just mentioned that, we really didn't have an option. We we would, you know, mention YFK test as an option, but not because it was a great option, just because it was really the only one. Uh, but we'll definitely look at TLF now and see how that compares. It'd be interesting to take a look at. When I uh, go to contest from my home QTH, I use it, TLF. I use TLF. Excellent. So a little tip. So I think that's about all of the questions I have, unless um, you, unless Cheryl has decided that she has something she wants to ask. I do not have any questions. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad you could be here anyway for moral support. Okay. Is there any information that I didn't ask you? Anything you wanted to say, or anything you want to, you know, tell folks about um, before we let get, let you get back to your regularly scheduled life? Mm, I like uh, your uh, podcast. I don't know if the pronunciation is right. It's 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 very good work. Thank you, Russ. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that, and we uh, we here actually appreciate your work quite a lot. I personally recommend both of your software packages rather frequently. And I think they're well developed, particularly HamQ, HamQTH, which I, which I really like. I, I don't use CQR log very much, but when I do use a logger, it's the one I use. 
uh, I want to thank you on behalf of uh, we as the hosts of the show and the people who listen and the people who are able to use a decent native Linux application like CQR Log and uh, the web app HamQTH. I hope you continue to, to work on those in the future. I know um, people enjoy and use the software. Thank you for that. And also thank you for being here and spending your very, very early Thursday morning with us. I think uh, our listeners will, will really enjoy this, uh, this peek into your software. Thank you very much, Raz, and it was my pleasure. Oh, great. I'm, I'm glad we got to, to talk to you. I think I first asked you about an interview like a year ago. So it's, it's taken a little while, but we finally got there. Okay, no problem. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll uh, send you on your way. Thank you very much, Peter. It's been a pleasure. And um, maybe we'll get to talk to you again when CQR test is is ready for prime time. Thank you very much, Ross, and uh, have a nice evening. Well, have a, have a good morning and the rest of your Thursday. We'll, we'll talk to you Thank again. You. Thank you. Bye. All right. Well, that was Peter Halojek from just northeast of Prague in the Czech Republic. The audio was a little bit rough there, but I think we, I think I can, uh, get some of the, the flat topping out of it with, uh, some post processing and hopefully I can clean it up enough to make it presentable. But either way, that was a fascinating look at, uh, hamqth.com and CQR log. And I again want to thank Peter for one, being a listener of our show and two, sort of keeping us in the loop on, uh, the two software packages that he develops. Uh, they're both excellent packages, and if you have not tried either one of them, you definitely should do that. I hope everyone enjoyed our interview uh, with Peter. Cheryl's still here hanging out, so anything you want to say by way of uh, goodbye before we head on out of here? No, I think it's a, a definitely a goodbye, goodnight, et cetera thing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably time to pack it in. Let me go ahead and get my usual outro information since I'm the one who is going to have to read it this time, unless you want to do it. Um, sure, I guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> you can do Pete's job. That's fine. We All can, right, great. We fine. can let everybody know how uh, insignificant Pete is. That's mean. <laughs> okay. Do you have it up in front of you so I can cue the music? Yes, I do. Well, Pete's going to hear this along with the rest of you when it gets released uh, next week. So uh, the information will only be about a week old, and that'll be much better than things have been of late. All right, I'm going to hit the little button, and then you can go ahead and start our outro information, and uh, then we'll wrap this baby up. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Please check out our website at lhspodcast.info. Become an ambassador. Visit the website for upcoming events and information on how you can represent Linux in the Ham Shack at a nearby LinuxCon or HamFest. You can email us at info at lhspodcast.info or leave a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW, which translates to 547-7469. All hate mail is routed to Harrison at hatemail at lhspodcast.info. Please subscribe to our mailing list. A link is on the website. Go to Cafe Press and Perfection and buy some of our show merchandise. Each purchase helps out the show. You can also help out the show by clicking on the sponsored ads in the right-hand column of the homepage. And if you're interested in the Cafe Press and Perfection information, it is cafepress.com slash podcast and printfection.com slash podcast. Listen live every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time or Wednesday at 0200 Zulu. Our recording schedule and countdown timer to the next episode is on the website. Thank you to all of our listeners, live and quasi-live. 
All right. Well, that's that, I think. The episode is is done, is terminated, and the outro music is playing. So thank you, Cheryl, for being here tonight, and thanks very much to Peter Hlozek from out in the Czech Republic way for coming on and talking about himself and his Linux applications for ham radio. I found it fascinating, and I hope you do too. Join us again in a couple of weeks for episode number 129. Uh, the schedule is posted on the website, and uh, you know we will be broadcasting live because we'll be back at our usual time. So take care, and uh, we'll have Pete next time too, even though Cheryl did a pretty good job this time. So this is Russ, K5TUX, broadcasting live from between the peaks in the pine forest of north central Arkansas, and we will catch you all on the next episode. Goodbye. Delicious.